You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi's here to help get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Pepsi's the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can find me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Also, uh, if you caught yesterday's show, we talked about our top five quarterbacks, top five running backs in Dynasty Leagues. Uh, We're going to continue that conversation today. We're talking wide receivers and tight ends. So uh, once again, we are taking a break from our Dynasty value study. We typically do. We'll get back into those next week. But today we're ranking top five Dynasty wide receivers, top five Dynasty tight ends, Matt, we we agreed on pretty much everything yesterday. We had a little bit of uh, of disagreement, I guess, on the rankings, on the actual order of the players. But our top five quarterbacks and running backs were the exact same five players. I'm interested to see if that repeats itself today. Let's get into it with the wide receivers. Who's your wide receiver five, Matt? I'm hoping I'm not doing too much recency bias considering the... Hale Murray and the amazing things we saw this weekend and that Michael Thomas doesn't have breeze and has came back very slow from a production standpoint. But I'm going with Hopkins and I'm leaving Michael Thomas off my list. Yeah, so uh, I, I it's, it's funny you mentioned that because as I was uh, making my list, I was also worried about that recency bias, not just because of DeAndre Hopkins, but... Uh, it, it seems that dynasty players fall into that same that same trap, that same routine every year. We value these in-season producers, these veterans that are scoring. DeAndre Hopkins, certainly one of those. Uh, obviously, we value them highly in-season when they're producing for us. We move them up the rankings. And then when the offseason comes around, some of the younger players get moved up. The wide, the, the veterans get yeah. moved down. We're, we're dumping them for random first-round rookie picks. Uh, we, we need to find some balance, and, and I'm uh, definitely looking in the mirror here, talking to myself as well. Keenan Allen really comes to mind there. Like, you, you yeah. can get Keenan oh, yeah. Allen awfully cheap this summer. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a good one, and, and that was another one I was, I was guilty of, a little worried uh, about him, and <laughs> I, I wish I'd been a buyer instead of, <laughs> yeah. instead of a seller on, on Keenan Allen. Uh, Matt, my uh, wide receiver five is Tyreek Hill. And actually, I I did some adjustment to my rankings as I was getting ready for the show. He was a little bit higher on my list initially, but moved him down. Uh, Of course, Hill is is a big play wide receiver, always a big play waiting to happen. But I just think the consistency of some of these other players um, are a little more valuable. And uh, we we, we still think of... I think a lot of people think of Hill as a young wide receiver, but he's in that same age range as as Hopkins, uh, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, guys like that. So um, 
he's more in that group than the DK Metcalfs and, and players like that. So I've got Tyreek Hill at five. You've got DeAndre Hopkins at five. Who's your number four wide receiver? Tyreek Hill. And did, did he come in the league a little bit older after getting in trouble in his college career? He did. He, he did. Bounce, so. okay. Yeah. Bounced around a couple of, couple of transfers um, so yeah, just, just a little bit older. I mean, he's not, mm-hmm. he's not old by any means. He's 26 years old. So, uh, he, he is actually one year younger than Adams, two years younger than Hopkins. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I misspoke a little bit there. Okay. Yeah. But he's certainly not slowing down. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. And, um, we, we talked about Patrick Mahomes on yesterday's show, the, the dynasty quarterback one for both of us and for almost everyone at this point and any player tied to uh, tied to Patrick Mahomes is going to be valuable. And honestly, it's a big reason why so many dynasty players uh, were, were so interested in, in valuing Clyde Edwards Hilaire so highly uh, this sure. off season. Yeah. And that has a lot to do with it. I, I don't think Andy Reid's going anywhere for a while. I know Mahomes isn't Tyreek looks as good as ever. But you're right about the inconsistency. I mean, a guy like Hopkins or Thomas pre-injury, what we thought of Thomas, are just such weekly producers. There is a lot of value in that. So my wide receiver four is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and I was I was really guilty of devaluing him this offseason. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty common narrative, and, and I fell into the trap, worried about the uh, the, the change in scenery for him, the changing of teams, uh, what that would do to his, his target share. And, um, you know, looking back and, and Christian Kirk has, has certainly been a solid player this yeah. year, but, but looking back and worried that Larry Fitzgerald or Andy Isabella would take away targets. Uh, it, it just, just feels pretty silly now. Um, Hopkins is going to be the best wide receiver on on basically any team he plays for, and that certainly includes the Cardinals. So uh, he he has started to slow down a little bit, uh, and honestly, that uh, that huge touchdown catch at the end of the game that you mentioned really I don't want to say it saved his fantasy day because he was he was having a solid game prior to that, uh, but it, it certainly gave him a huge boost, uh, basically a uh, a double digit fantasy point play on, on that one, on that one throw. But uh, Hopkins had, had started to slow down a little bit. We had seen uh, Christian Kirk really coming on and, and things kind of turned around uh, last Sunday. So we're, we're starting out similarly Hopkins and Hill yep. four and five for both of us flip flopped. I've got Hopkins four, you've got Hill five. I'm sorry. I've got Hill five and, and you've got them reversed. Yeah. Who is your wide receiver three? My hunch is we're going to have the same three. I'm not sure if it'll be the same order. Um, I have A.J. Brown. I think uh, uh, T.O. every time I watch him, I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um, pretty good system. But there's some up and downs. I mean, he, he can give you the two for 26 type of afternoons here and there, too. Yeah, that's true. And, and I think that probably comes with that offense. Um, mm-hmm. we, we really held the, the offense against him, I think, um, entering the off season or entering the season, I should say, as, as a team that wants to rely on the run and, and they've got Derrick Henry there, he gets the new contract. So maybe AJ Brown is not going to have 
the opportunity, and and that that just really hasn't been the case in most weeks. He he did deal with uh, some early injuries, that's kept him further down the list. If you're looking at at season long scoring, but uh, this guy's put up multiple top five wide receiver weeks already this season. Um, he is on my list, but he's a little bit higher. You're right about right. that one. Okay. Yeah. So Who's you've got three? you've got AJ Brown at three. I've got Devonte Adams at three. And, and for me, it, it just comes down to valuing Adams, Hopkins, Hill, and, and we could throw Michael Thomas into that category as well, possibly. They're all, like I said, they're all in the similar age range. So I just feel like they, they should be clustered together. If, if I move Adams to one or Hopkins to one, I think the others would go right along with them. And, and, and typically the way I play and the way I build teams, I do skew towards those younger players. Um, so I've got, I've got a couple of the young guys in my top two spots uh, with Devontae Adams at three, Hopkins at four, Tyreek Hill at five. I'm going to stay quiet on that until we get to, you know, these final two because – I'm just gonna say, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll come to that in a minute here. Sounds good. I, I, All right. I was hoping Adams would be on your list. He's yeah, three yeah. for me. Who is your wide receiver two? DK, and he's awesome. He's jaw dropping. He's got Wilson. He's a rare size speed combination, but he's also got the work ethic and has proved as a route runner you know, at the NFL level and is doing all the little things. But I like one guy just a little better. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair for sure. Um, for me, Metcalf is, I'm, I'm glad to see you have him higher than AJ Brown because, yeah. uh, I, I do as well. Spoiler alert, I guess, but the, the Seahawks always seem to be on these primetime Island games where we're getting the, the whole football world is watching these interviews and, and they're hearing the commentary, uh, based on conversations that the, the commentators have had with, uh, with Russell Wilson and whoever throughout the week. And, and it's come up multiple times that Russell Wilson and Metcalf want to essentially go down as the top quarterback wide receiver duo in NFL history. So of course, sure. you know, we're talking Montana rice and, uh, <laughs> right, right. and I mean, what Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, Marvin, I guess. Yeah, or, right. Right. Good company. That very good company. And, and just to, um, I don't know. I guess I'm just buying in. Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm skewing to these younger players. So uh, we'll we'll kind of jump around here. But Metcalf is my wide receiver one. That's no surprise. We've talked about it on this show before. I said that uh, probably a month ago, maybe even longer, that I had moved Metcalf, uh, DK Metcalf up to my wide receiver one spot. And that means A.J. Brown is my wide receiver two. Okay. And – Again, you'd love to have all these guys. I think both the uh, AJ and DK have remarkably bright futures. But the future is now for Adams for me. He's my one. I think he separated himself from Hill, Hopkins, Thomas because of how great he is every week. The number of targets he gets. Even if the Packers sign a free agent or draft a receiver in the first round, He's still going to demand so many targets, and he's an elite route runner. He's elite at the catch point. He's an elite touchdown producer. I think his stock went up noticeably since the summer. 
Yeah, he certainly has, has gained some dynasty value over the summer, and it's pretty rare for a 27-year-old player to do that. We just need to uh, we need to go back and listen to this episode in two, three, four months when we're, when we're falling into the trap I was talking about earlier. So that does it for our top five dynasty wide receivers. For Matt, it's Devontae Adams at the top, followed by the Ole Miss boys, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, then Tyreek Hill at four, DeAndre Hopkins at five. Matt, we are we're we're rubbing off on each other. We're having some kind of impact because once again, third position in a row, we've got the same exact top five players, although in different order. For me, it's DK and AJ Brown in the top two spots, then the veterans, Adams, Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill. After the break, we'll finish up this segment or finish up this this series, I should say, with our top five tight ends. Guys, when it it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals, and feeling great about yourself. Uh, Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and and their all-new Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. The world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone, and one membership lets up to five family members to work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. And here's what you have to do. Go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T dot com slash NFL. All right, Matt, we have talked top five dynasty quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers so far. Let's finish up the conversation with the tight ends and we'll start at the five spot with your tight end five. Who is it? I don't even know if I like this guy. Oh, and, boy. And it's so bad right now. I mean, could a guy like Pitts at Florida skyrocket up this list? Mm. And I often talk about, you know, how I love stashing tight ends and I get infatuated with them in the offseason. And it's not really paying off, you know. I love Jonu Smith, but I can't consider him a top five type of guy. Super excited about Dallas Goddard, but I need to see it a little bit more. He hasn't even been out there. Uh, And Mark Andrews is off my list this year. So I went with Evan Ingram. I mean, he looks like a first-round talent out there. They hand him the ball. He could be changing teams, though. I mean, he has some spots where you look at him and say, Wow, he's really good. What could what could possibly be there for him? But boy, he's hard to invest in. He really is, and and this is uh, th- this is the first time we're going to have some disagreement or, or at least some variation because I do not have Evan Ingram in my top five. Uh, honestly, I I would have to grab my tight end rankings. I'm not sure he's in my top ten dynasty tight ends right now. We we've seen the promise from him in past years, and it's it's really just all falling apart this season. He's had the opportunity. He's had those games where he's been peppered with targets, 
some of the wide receivers have been injured. Barkley obviously has been out for almost the entire year and, um, and Ingram still hasn't been able to capitalize on that, that growing role, that increased opportunity. Uh, he, he's falling down my list. You mentioned Mark Andrews was off your list. Andrews is my tight end five. He okay. has fallen for me as well. He, he was tight end two or three for most dynasty players. It seems coming into the season after that breakout year, he had uh, as a second year player last year. And, and we, we had the conversation with Lamar Jackson yesterday. It's, it's a disappointing offense and, the struggles of Lamar Jackson obviously have had a big impact on Mark Andrews, on Marquise Brown, and the rest of that offense. Andrews has still given us three tight end one games this year. <clears throat> and those were all high-end level. We're talking top five tight end games uh, overall. So uh, he, he's young. I still, in general, big picture, I still like the offense. I like the quarterback. Uh, so Andrews at tight end five for me. I get that. Uh, I mean, he's a really good receiver. He's still probably their best receiver. I keep thinking Lamar and that offense is going to explode, and it really hasn't. But, you know, that was an odd game in New England with the pouring rain. I hope they draft offensive line, though. Their offensive line, to me, is something that's a problem for this year that's not getting fixed soon. Yeah, it, it that, that has to be the priority. Uh, I mean, when you think about the offense in general, obviously they're set at running back, at tight end, at quarterback. So it's going to be the line, uh, and and I would assume they add another wide receiver as well. I they think, yeah. th- they've got to go away from drafting these, uh, even these day two guys, and maybe it's maybe they make a splash in free agency. I I don't know, but they need that they wide need receiver. A veteran. They need a yes. veteran that can run yeah. routes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. Tight end four. Who you who you got here? I was torn between three and four, and I was torn between one and two. I went with Waller at four. I really like how Gruden schemes this guy up. He did the same thing with Jared Cook. The ability is obvious. Um, it can be a little inconsistent, but that's not strange for tight ends nowadays. No, no, it's not at all. Waller is the tight end two on the season. Uh, that probably says more about the tight end position as a whole than it does about Waller's success, although he's mm-hmm. he certainly had a good year. Uh, I think he's he's obviously played well enough to show that uh, last year wa- was not a fluke, um, e- even though it took him several years in the league to break out. Uh, we know he was a converted wide receiver. We bounced around, had some off-field issues, and, and has seemingly overcome all of those, uh, which is a great story. Waller's another one I do not have in my top five. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, probably should. Uh, I think most people, most dynasty players would. Uh, but again, I, I opted for a couple of young players. Uh, I don't know if you're going to have this guy showing up in your top three. I'm, I'm guessing not at this point. But I went with Noah Fant as my tight end for uh, the Broncos' second-year tight end. Uh, flashed as a rookie, has flashed again this year, I think, uh, w- even though he's he's dealt with some injuries too, which has been frustrating, could could potentially even be higher on this list if it wasn't for that. Uh, like Andrews, he's given us three tight end one games as well. Just twenty two years old, he's my tight end four. I like it. Big playability. I didn't love the prospect, but I've come around to him at the NFL level. I thought he was very straight line ish, but so what when he's running down the seam and they seem to hit him in stride a lot. 
Drew Lock in that quarterback situation worries me, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. A that's lot, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It, uh, I, I think this Rough. this high ranking could be justified if the Broncos fix the quarterback situation, and I don't think I don't think Drew Lock is the answer. It sounds like you don't either. I don't, and I I wonder if that's like a Darnold landing spot or oh. Winston. Oh, or, yeah, I mean. I, I, they may not be bad enough to take one of the top quarterbacks. Do do you trust John Elway to be able to fix? No, the no, 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 no. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, is there that's a tall, the gangly, slow quarterback in this draft to want him? Yeah how did, how did he miss on Jake Luton? Right, right, right. <laughs> Should have been his guy. Yeah. No, I don't, and I'm not sure he'll be in charge. So who knows? That's true. Tight end three. Who is it, Matt? Hawk. The fans. Uh, Teammate in college. I love this guy coming out. Um, I think he's a complete player. There, there's times where you look at his box score and he has three for 39. But he's getting more and more involved. And um, I think that's a decent situation all in all. I think so as well. I was honestly a little worried after that rookie season because we saw the, the huge breakout game in week one a year ago when he was a rookie and then basically did nothing the rest of the year, uh, really, really struggled, which is not a surprise from any rookie tight end. No. Uh, but Hawkinson has, has made the leap this year. I said Waller was the tight end two on the season. Hawkinson is the tight end three. He's also my tight end three in dynasty rankings. So, Excuse me. So we do agree uh, there. I've got Hawkinson, Fant, Andrews. You have Hawkinson, Waller, Ingram. I'm guessing we're going to be in lockstep <laughs> on these top two. Who is your tight end two? Uh, my two is Kelsey, who's been awesome this year. I just like the other guy a little better again. You know, I mean, uh, and age is, is a factor there, too. Yeah, it's got to be a factor. Kelsey is my tight end too as well. Uh, 31 years old, but like you said with Hill, he is not slowing down at all. I think we're getting no. two to three to maybe four years or or even more out of Travis Kelsey still. And he, he's been he's been so consistent from the start, dating back to 2014. So from 2014 all the way through week 10 of this season, He's a tight end one in 70% of his games wow. over that span. And, wow. and not to have really one down year, not to have a nagging injury throw things off is really amazing. And, and just like we said with Tyreek Hill, uh, we want those players tied to Patrick Mahomes. We want those players tied to that offense. Kelsey was doing it even bo- before Mahomes showed up, though. So it just just shows how great he is. It's only because of age, a four-year age gap between Kelsey and George Kittle, who I'm I'm guessing is your tight end one here. He's my tight end one. Uh, I I just love him. I mean, I think he's such a good player. I mean, both these guys just got huge contracts. Their team, you know, obviously believes in him. I don't think Kelsey's falling off a cliff anytime soon. I truly don't care who the Niners' quarterback is. Jimmy's fine. Uh, whoever, if they, if they move another direction, that doesn't change my mind. As long as Shanahan's there, he's going to get the kid on the, the ball where he can make plays in space. I think there's one knock though, and it's durability. And he plays the game very, very hard. Yeah, he really does. We've seen it obviously this year with, uh, with now two injuries and, and one of them essentially being a season ender, um, has, has dealt with injuries in the past though, um, 
has has seemed to to still maintain his dynasty value even through those injuries and he's doing it again still being valued as the tight end one i did notice that he's still the tight end six on the season he's only played six games Uh, everybody else has nine or ten and he's hanging in there still holding on to that that mid-range tight end one for the season pretty impressive from george kittle yeah yeah absolutely absolutely all right so matt's top five dynasty tight ends George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Waller, and Evan Ingram. Uh, Mine were Kittle, Kelsey at the top, just like Matt, Hawkinson in third. And then I had Noah Fant at four and Mark Andrews at five. It took us all the way to the tight ends to have a little bit of disagreement, but we finally got there. Uh, When we come back, Matt, we'll finish up the show with a listener question. But first, I want to tell you more about Built Bar. They, they've been a big, great sponsor of the whole Locked On Network for a while. Uh, they have ama- you know, they have 18 flavors right now. Some of them are nuts. Some of them are non-nut for those with allergies or whatever, including six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcada, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, appen- apple almond crisp. So there's you know 12 originals and six new ones that are coming out right right now. So uh, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. I've mentioned to you before, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur and thinks a lot of the, the bars out there on the market are really waxy and doesn't feel that way at all with these. Uh, they're very soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are extremely healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Um, here's Let me pick one of these flavors here. I'm going to pick um, Cookies and Cream. has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. So this is what you do. Built Bar has reset their promo code for this relaunch. So you can potentially get a cooler with your free purchase while supplies last. Uh, but go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Matt, we are back. Let's wrap up the show, as we always do, with a listener question. We've got one from our old buddy, Tubaka. It's at Tubaka underscore on Twitter. And he's asking, uh, he's comparing a couple of wide receivers, and I and, uh, thought this was an interesting question. Who do you value more in Dynasty, T. Higgins or Chris Godwin? Uh, just a few months ago, a few weeks ago even, Matt, this question would have seemed pretty crazy sure. as Godwin was basically locked in as a top five Dynasty wide receiver. Uh, and, and T Higgins, and his name didn't come up earlier in the show. Yeah, we did, didn't even mention him. Um, and T Higgins, just just an unknown rookie on a questionable offense, and uh, they've certainly been going in different directions this season. Godwin had the injuries, got more competition there. Brady's been spreading the ball around a lot more, and T Higgins has essentially become the wide receiver one in Cincinnati. So. Uh, before you tell us which of these wide receivers you prefer, I'd, I'd love to hear what you've seen from Higgins uh, in these first uh, eight, nine, ten games of his career. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think him and Burrow are really good for each other. They can attack all areas of the field. 
His physicality in the intermediate zones are quite good. I think he has after-the-catch potential. I think he's got a chance to score a lot of touchdowns in his career, both long and short. I mean, even when they got drubbed by Pittsburgh this week, Higgins got his. And I love that the two of them are entering the league together, growing up together. Um, I would think that he should be Burrow's top option for, you know, the foreseeable future. With all respect to, you know, to Tyler Boyd, who also fits that mold too. But Higgins has more ability of the two. Yeah, that that's exactly how I see it as well. Uh, what about Chris Godwin? Obviously, has taken a step back this year. Is is the value drop that he's seeing? Is are we going too far with that? Are we going? Uh, I think we're going too far. Either, uh, yeah, mean, like, yeah, yeah. But he had broken fingers. He had concussions. He had fluky things that derailed him. Um, I just even watching him this week, he's still really good. I, I know that that wide receiver room is a handful right now. And you always feel like you're picking the wrong one of who's going to have the big game, but he's still really young. You mentioned, I mean, he's a top five dynasty guy two, three months ago. And I don't think what he put on tape last year with Winston was fluky at all. Um, And I prefer him in this conversation just because I know what he's capable of and believe that he can get there again. But you think about quarterback situation, past this year, maybe past the year after, they couldn't be any different, you know, the rookie versus the, the elderly guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Higgins is, uh, I would say Higgins is in a better situation there, just just knowing mm-hmm. what we've got for years to come. And I agree with what you said earlier, that I think Burrow is is good for Higgins. I think they're good for each other. But ultimately, I agree with you, and, and Tubaca, to answer your question, we both would still prefer Chris Godwin, though the gap is is narrowing. Yeah, it's uh, funny. It's a conversation. And and if you want uh, if you want T Higgins, if you want to rank T Higgins as a top um, fifteen dynasty wide receiver, top eighteen, that's certainly not out of line at all. That's that's the range where he's going to be. Uh, Higgins, Jefferson, Lamb, Judy. These these rookie wide receivers are are really shaking things up. There they are. I I still think Godwin isn't that far out of my top five. I mean, I think he'd probably be eight or nine or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where he is for me as well. Matt, that will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.